and hello again as I now rejoin you and you rejoin me as I'm back in the car driving this time not towards work even though it's a Friday morning um, I'm driving towards Essex and I'm going to pick up a couple of things um, for this segment which is a little bit of a difficult one to word and frame because I think the recording of a podcast episode I did earlier this morning, which between you and me I thought was pretty good, or rather I enjoyed it, um, I don't think it got saved. So it's quite possible then that that one will never appear. So what I'm trying to do is pick up on some aspects of that. So hello and welcome to this next episode. I'm going to tell you a joke. (laughs) I thought I'd label it as such in case you don't see it as a joke. Um, I'd attempted to record a version of it early this morning, but the way I had told it, I I was doing it as though it was following on from the episode I just recorded, which has now emerged, I don't think has actually been saved. I hope this all makes sense. Anyway, so I'm going to tell you this joke. Then we'll go into the next segment and we'll take it on from there. So the joke is this. And forgive me if I get some of the wording wrong. I've not told this joke properly for a long time, apart from the recording this morning. I did screw up a little bit. So maybe that's the reason why I need to redo it. Um, And it's a bit like it's a glorious morning here. I was up very early um, and it reminded me. Actually, I saw, I was telling a story in this podcast that reminded me of this joke. So the joke, it was a joke that was told to me by my cousin, John a number of years ago and I couldn't have been very old when he told me it, possibly a teenager I would want to say probably a teenager maybe my 20s but maybe I think probably a teenager and here's the joke and he tells a joke of there's a Native American boy um, who and again forgive me if there's any elements of this joke that includes what nowadays people say oh that's politically incorrect that's inappropriate it's not intended it's just what we think is I think is a funny joke you'll decide on it you'll get to choose whether or not you think it's funny or not you can indicate in any comments on whatever platform you're listening to this on do you think it's a funny joke that's your first question you can either click like or something that that, that suggests you'd, you'd like that bit or give a comment to say is this funny or not simply yes or no Native American boy who is in his village and he's always wondered he's always wondered how they've come up with the names of the children in that village so that's the context of the joke context of the story really um, who and maybe that's my mistake calling it a joke maybe it's just a story he's always wondered how they come up with the names of the children in the village uh, he himself is a young boy there and he's thinking well I'm never quite sure how this happened or, or rather he knows how they do it he'd like to understand the principle better because what normally happens is the local let's call him shaman or shaman I'm not sure if you'd say shaman or shaman um, in the village he's the person who's asked to come up with the name of the child who's born that day so the boy says, OK, well, if I go and ask him then, I'll find out what, what it, how he does this. So he goes to, to his, uh, his tent or his teepee. Again, this is, this is a, a, a dated story. It's said for comic effect, knocking on the door of the tent. Of course, you can't knock on the door, can you? But you go and 
you go to sort of waggle the flaps or whatever it might be do whatever you need to do to let know the person inside the tent you'd like to have a conversation so the person inside the shaman or shaman comes out and says yeah what is it how can I help you um, the boy says hello shaman or shaman um, how do you pronounce shaman or shaman doesn't matter if the shaman or shaman says it's not important what's your question the question I have for you is I'm curious to know how you come up with the names of children in the village when they're born because people come to you and you, you name the child of that day typically and the um, the shaman or shaman says that's a really good question actually well done for asking um, well what happens is um, I tend to name the child of that day after what I see when I first open the, the door or the flaps of my teepee or tent and the first thing I see I t- I'll name the child of that day after what I've just seen so for example if I look over to the river I might call the child of that day running water or I may look up into the sky and see a majestic bird flying past so I might call the child of that day soaring eagle why do you ask these questions two dogs fucking that, that's the end of the joke by the way so of course pause for laughter pause for groans pause for oh i didn't know that word was coming uh i always found that uh, a funny joke maybe because i was a teenager at the time and it was my cousin uh who's older than me was telling me this joke and i thought oh we you know he's anyway i've always found it funny so you decide do you find it funny is it a funny joke does it matter i'm curious to know that if we get more than one or two listeners uh to this segment do we get a sense of overall is perceived to be a funny joke or not i don't know Maybe we're overthinking it. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Anyway, that's the joke I wanted to tell you, the story I wanted to tell you. As I drive around the M25 on this glorious day, I'm going to pause for now, give you a little bit of a break, and we'll pick things up later. Bye-bye for now. Oh, excuse me, as he burps, as he tries to flop for the pausing button. Pausing button? The pausing button. Bye-bye for now. So, this is interesting. So, hello again. After that brief pause, which for you has perhaps been a few seconds, for me it's been about five to ten minutes. (laughs) And a mildly interesting one in the fact that I think I said towards the end of that segment, and hopefully by now you've indicated where you felt the story, the joke was funny or not, or, or did you even find it offensive in some way? If so, why? But I'm mainly interested, do you think it was a funny joke? Um, And if you thought it was a funny joke in principle, did I make it worse by telling it? Again, overthinking it, funny or not? Anyway, after I said, yeah, because I'm now driving round the M25 towards Essex. Well, actually, at that point, I was lying. Or rather, I was mistaken. I wasn't going on the M25. I was driving up the M1. Because, before I'd started recording, I had come along a road, you go up the M1 a little bit, to then take a turning off onto the M25. I'd quite clearly missed that, and was gaily going along the M1, thinking I was on the M25. So, I got past Luton and Dunstable, 
I've been driving on there for however long, I was 10, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> At least 10 or 15 minutes. Um, driving up the M1, and then I realised, I saw a sign saying, that's talking about Northampton there. What, why is that talking about? I'm on the M1. I didn't notice that. So now I'm on the M1. Heading south, having turned round at Flitwick, which I assume is Flitwick, Flit, Flitwick, I don't know, Flitwick, I don't know, I don't know how it's pronounced, I saw on a sign. Um, so I turned around there, so I'm now going past signs for Luton Airport Parkway, so I'm heading back down um, the M1, so I'm now going to be at, at probably at least half an hour late to the meeting I had for, for 1030 I'm going to be more likely there at 11 o'clock. So I need to pay more attention. So some of you will go, yes, well, don't be recording here. Maybe you're dividing your attention by recording on here. Maybe, maybe I am. But I'm now more alert to that. I'm going to be very sensitive to making sure I see the sign for M25. So what can be the main topic of this episode? Well, as I say, I'd recorded what I think was a great episode this morning. It doesn't seem to have saved which is a bit of a shame. Um, I'll possibly see if I can attempt to re-record that episode. But I say that because, as you know, these episodes kind of just ramble on. They emerge. There isn't really a case of here's a topic. But I may try and do something again similar. Um, But maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. What's that from? Littlest Hobo? Is that the one, the dog? The dog that, that what does he do to do? He just, he's moving on, wasn't he? Moving on, which interestingly was going to be one of the possible titles, or Move On Now was going to be the title, Moving On. Uh, because what I spoke about in this recorded but unsaved episode was about the fact that we are moving on, we are now have um, a house to move into, and of course, in the podcast, I was going a lot more detail of the ins and outs of that. And but it got to the point where essentially we've now found somewhere quite quickly, uh, very quickly, in fact. Uh, it was just last Saturday. Today's Friday, so last Saturday we saw this place uh, and one other, both of which we thought would be fantastic. Both had gardens, extra bedrooms. So one has three bedrooms, which is this one. The other one had four bedrooms, um, but there's more interest in that one and. Again, the rent would end up being a little bit higher. So we put an offer on this one in terms of offering the rent because we did we weren't able to pay the asking rent. We've put that in. They've accepted it. Um, and yesterday was spent doing some of the um, form filling, reference requests, that kind of thing. So the intended current intended moving in date or moving on date, excuse me or at least the date by which we can hopefully get the keys for the new house, is the 20th of July, which is two weeks tomorrow. And two weeks today is supposed to be the day we're going to um, pick up Ziggy, because the same day that Connie and Freya finish school, so they break up from school, it'll be Freya finishing her school, and that'll be her last day at that school. Connie finishing reception, due to come back next year into year one. Um, But they finished a little bit early that day, so we were planning to drive over towards Essex, as I was planning to do today, I thought I was doing. Turns out I was driving up through, well, 
where was I driving towards? Luton. So I guess that's through, probably a bit through Hertfordshire and up towards Bedfordshire. So I'm now heading back through Hertfordshire. Sign off there, signpost there for St Albans. Um, and we'll look for the signs to make sure we go east ways, east, eastwards, eastwards towards Essex for a meeting this morning. Um, so, yeah, so it's all happening. So we are moving on, we're transitioning in terms of our house. Uh, it's a lovely house, we're really excited about it. The important things are it's dog friendly, the dogs, the landlord's happy for us to have a dog. We, um, it's going to have a garden, it's got extra bedrooms, it's absolutely brilliant. Really looking forward to it, we're all really excited. So a busy couple of weeks trying to get ready to move out. And then we've got notice on the house we're in, the flat we're in, um, has been given at the beginning of this week. So before we had this finalised, we thought we'd better give notice, we want to move things quickly. Because we handed in notice on the flat on the 1st of July, which was Monday. Um, which means our end date is the 31st of July. Apparently, if we'd left it a day later and we didn't put our notice on that day and up the 2nd of July, well, rather than it being or still on the same end date, we'd have had to have the end date as the 31st of August. And that wouldn't have worked. So just as well, we got it on the 1st, ahead of actually getting a place finalised. But as it turns out, two days later, had a phone call where, yes, they've accepted me to go ahead with that. And I want to say a major part of it, I think that whilst they were umming and ahhing the landlords, I think a major part of it was an email um, from Rachel, which I'm referring to as her magical email, which made me laugh when I read it, when she forwarded it to me. It says, I've sent this to the estate agent, effectively saying, OK, well, we can't really stretch beyond what we're offering. They would have liked us to go to obviously a bit more than what we're paying, offering per rent. I said, just to cut to the chase, they're asking for £2,200 per month. We're currently paying around about, Rachel, you're correct, is it thirteen fifty a month in our current flat? So to go up to 2200 almost £1,000, we've offered £2,000, um, which they've now, which they we initially weren't so sure about because it was 2200 Already we've got to find now another £600 or so pounds a month rent. And by the way, we're looking after a dog as well. I don't know where the money's going to come from. I've got to work on my attitude towards money so we can bring in more and more income. That's what we need to do. If you have any, any ideas to raise income, ideas always welcome. Um, so that's where we're at. Rachel sent an email saying, yeah, we can't really stretch 2,200. And you put in a paragraph saying, because our dream, the dream really is, if we, if we do that, we can't be saving money for our dream which is to buy a house in Lake Como. Where did that come from? Y yes, we love Lake Como. We have had a holiday there. I didn't know it was our dream to have a house there. I'm very happy to buy into that dream, completely and utterly. And I know Rachel absolutely loves Italy. And possibly if there was no constraints, it would be one place she would love to live. Um, it's a country she loves. So there you go, putting that out there. It's definitely for her dream. And explaining to the estate agent, saying, "Well, if we, we won't be able to save, we'll be stretching ourselves." If it and then saying, "If it turns out that they can't accept that, completely understand." It turns out it's their family home. I think it was their mum and dad who passed away, so they're looking to essentially, probably, eventually sell it, but in the meantime, rent it out. Um, but we, you know, we've been clear to say, and then Rachel point is saying, "Look, we understand that. Um, if it doesn't work out, then we'll move on." And in fact, I think she says she's very, she's a fatalist. 
Rachel describes as a fatalist, which actually makes me think of a phrase that I would link um, with my mum, which is mum used to always say, and this probably came from your mum or your dad or whatever, um, what's for you won't go by you. Is that what you used to say? What's for you won't go by you. What's for you won't go by you. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Um, which probably as a kid I've rolled my eyes at a little bit or saying, yeah, nice thought, but really? In fact, one of the f- early conversations, and she will know exactly what the context is, when Rachel said to me, well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. To which I responded, that's too fatalistic for me. I need to make, I need to make decisions. I need to do something about whether or not something's going to happen. Um, but I'm increasingly of the opinion, yeah, if it's meant to be, it will work out. Um, and if not, something else will happen and so on. So I completely get that. So she was saying that in the email. And she explained it will be a house full of love and laughter. So they know it's going to be looked after while they're possibly thinking about selling it or whatever it might be. Later that same day, got the phone call and they said, we're happy to go with us, which was brilliant. So we're so excited about it. Paperwork done yesterday or started. Um, asking for references. Hopefully all will be okay. And if all does go to plan, we're moving in or we're getting the keys a week, two weeks tomorrow. <gasps> 20th of July. So we'll then have between the 20th and then the 31st, which is the day we need to get out of our flat, at least to move stuff across. And because it is still local, in fact, on this walk this morning, I discovered it's around about 20 minutes away, I would say. It's a 20-minute walk away. Probably about a 15-minute walk between there and Connie's school. And I'm pausing because as I'm driving along, I'm getting the reminder from the the, the lady on Google Maps in two miles to turn off here. So whether that's affect this recording, I don't know. If it's still recording, still hearing me, it seems to still be recording. Hopefully you didn't hear that voice. If you did, you did. Uh, but I'm going to stop again at this point. Um, maybe in the segment after this one. Make sure I'm going to take the right turning. Let me do that first and come back to you shortly. So let's pause again for now. better production values which let's face it they're as low as they could be it is me currently in a car driving along recording me rambling away into my phone and it's only because technology allows it you can quickly then edit it if you wish to add a bit of music upload it job done really appeals that to me because if I I've been thinking about doing a podcast like this for at least 10 years and in fact prior to that I go back to being working up at Liverpool Um, so living in Cheshire living in Nutsford driving across to Liverpool and on some days 
on what was then a video camera perched in the corner of the dashboard literally just rested there videoing myself talking 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 as I drove to and from work much as I'm doing now um, at the time very much reminded me of Marion and Jeff starring I can do this I want to say the name the name completely goes for me I know his name don't tell me folks don't tell me I know you're probably shouting at this you're shouting at it's it's the guy isn't it with Rob Brydon that's it Rob Brydon um, in Marion and Jeff and he had his own little sort of camera then he was talking to it and that was you know really really funny I like it was really funny anyway very good so I did a bit of that recording even the last couple of years recording onto my phone as an audio diary through different periods I think they're stored somewhere on Dropbox um, and even those as I was recording them for myself imagining maybe one day I'll do it as a podcast Maybe I'm talking as though somebody's going to listen to this stuff. And maybe the important thing is it doesn't matter who's listening. I'm saying it for me to hear. Just as I'm... Close this window in case that's causing extra noise. It's very warm in here, but still. Go back to Eddie Stobart. What's the name going to be? The two names. Freya and Connie, is it? It's Gillian Crystal. Gillian with a J and Crystal. Interesting names. Um... One of these days, I'm hoping to drive past an Eddie Stobart and see Freya and Connie, or or maybe even Laura, 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 Laura laughs, Lauren and Freya, because of course, eldest daughter is Lauren. But given you know, Freya and Connie are the two that are the youngest two. You can't get three names on there, Lauren, Freya, and Connie, and you can't have a boy's name on there, so you can't get Ross on there. Um, and interestingly, the other day. The other day, um, so in fact it was week last Tuesday, was the day on which we were doing this journey before, going towards Essex, but not to where I'm going now, not to meet the person I'm meeting now. It was to meet Ziggy, because that's where he's was born. He's he's currently in, in Essex. Um, but on that journey down there, we did drive past a couple of Eddie Stobarts, didn't see one there, the name's on, but we went, went past another lorry that on its carriage... Carriage? cabin the door as it were did have the name Connie and you don't often see Connie on things so that was interesting um, and for what it's worth also around the same time and again I know it's not having someone's name on it but something that excited me at the time so much that we filmed it uh, and there was a reason for it because I think I mentioned before we've just established a YouTube channel for Connie um, which is called CCTV and we saw something go past on a van as we drove along. Thinking, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. It's on there. Let's film it for a little YouTube clip, which we did eventually put on YouTube. So if you're if you're inclined, then feel free to go looking on YouTube. I don't really know how you search for it. I think if you go on there and search for CCTV, you'd come up with some Japanese CCTV. It's in Japanese. Um, at some point, I'll find a way of sharing the link to the channel because on there you'll see this particular clip called Car Chase and you'll see why it's on that um, and why we thought it was interesting mildly so so that's Car Chase that makes me think of the YouTube channel Um, again you have to forgive me if I'm being repetitive here it's quite possible I've said all this before in a previous episode and if I have skip on skip on by 
but on the possibility that I haven't, because I may have said it to somebody else or in a different context, um, yeah, alongside me setting up this podcast and starting to eventually finally record it uh, and do it, uh, we have set up a YouTube channel for Connie, because she would love to have a YouTube channel, inspired by different people. One person inspired by is Freya, who herself has a YouTube channel. Doesn't do too much with it at the moment, but over the last few years has filmed herself doing various things. And I think increasingly she's less, what's the word, comfortable with what she put online. So things that I've shared or put on there she wants to take off and make them, or make them private. Because <laughs> I thought they were great. I thought they were brilliant. I thought it was really inspiring because she was out there just doing it. Led me to eventually go, well, fuck it, I'm just going to do a podcast. Who cares if anyone listens? I shouldn't get too cared about that. Of course I do. I get caught up in it. It's like with the blogging. Back in the day, 12 or more years ago, I started blogging with a bit of uncertainty of why I was doing it. And then for a period, I loved it. I was just writing about stuff that was occurring, like I'm doing now, things that came to mind, things I thought were amusing, interesting, relevant, funny, things I was on to comment on or share. But then I got to the point thinking, well, who's reading this? Why am I doing this? For whose benefit? And started overthinking it and then stopped. And then if you were to look at the blog, which as it stands, you should be able to find on drmatthewsmith.com, DR Matthew with two T's Smith, Commodore Garden Smith, dot com, Dr. Matthew Smith, all one word, dot com. Um, it links to Blogspot, it links to a blogger, and you'll see there there was a period where I was doing lots of blog posts, and then it slows down to nothing. And it's been a few years, so maybe I'll revisit that. So by, by Fred doing her one, it's inspired by her. Um, but it's also inspired by actually a very, 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 very successful YouTube channel. Because, of course, and it does then lend this idea that I think Connie would like to do this with a view for getting lots of subscribers. Um, because one of the YouTube channels that she watches avidly, religiously, to the point of ad nausea, is that the right word, ad nauseum? Uh, because, of course, they upload so much and you can keep going back to it. But it's one called Tiana. Now, anybody listening to this who has young kids, really a young girl, around Connie's age, or even older, uh, will know of Tiana. She is a YouTuber. She will be described as an influencer, or at least a, a social media influencer. She's probably now about 10 years old, so maybe Freya's age, but I think she started doing a YouTube channel around about six. And Connie or Freya will tell me what that was about to begin with. It was her possibly opening presents. A lot of the things that uh, Freya and Connie would watch for a while would be kids opening toys, playing with toys, watching kids playing games. It's bizarre what they would watch these days on YouTube. And so for a while I'd be saying, well, what, what's this rubbish you're watching? Of course, I wouldn't say the word rubbish. What's this crap you're watching? Um, you know, nothing could be better doing, even better TV. You know, I didn't like being in the room when it was on, thinking it was just a little bit tedious to watch it. And then in time, my my feelings around it changed, thinking, well, fair play to them, they're doing interesting stuff, and really changed when you think, hold on a minute, that's their house. That fantastic, modern-looking, really expensive... That's their car, that Lamborghini that he's driving. And it was one of these occasions where actually Connie was saying, that's amazing, what they're, what they're doing here. So that's funny. How are they doing that? They're doing flying in a helicopter over the Grand Canyon. Which, of course, doesn't come cheap, but as part of their holiday, they were filming that and realising, 
when you do this YouTubing stuff and you do get lots of followers, lots of subscribers, whatever the term you want to use, you can turn that into advertising and into lots of money and merchandising and so on and so forth. So Tiana is one who's done this. As I'm just kind of slowing down for a second, I'm not hearing anything on this Google Maps to tell me to turn off here. I'm just wondering whether it's a turn off here or not. So I'm assuming not. I'm carrying on going. I don't want to take a wrong turn again. Um, so I'm just going to... Let me just pause again. I'm just going to pause the recording, come back in a second, just to make sure I should be turning off there. So, in fact, no, it's too late anyway. I, I, I missed that one. That was the turning for Cambridge. That's not where I need to be going, so I'm going to ignore that and carry on going. Hopefully it is still recording. Um, so Tiana has now probably... I don't know exactly how many, but several million subscribers. So it could currently be three, four, perhaps even five million subscribers. When you watch one of her clips, you can see within a space of a few months, she would have had over a million views, two, three million views. Now, if you have those numbers of views and you've got advertising, then that can turn into revenue. You make a bit of money. Might be a few quid in there. I think when you've got that kind of um, following, that kind of subscription level, you've probably just been able to do YouTubing as a full-time, in quote, job. You might wonder to what it's saying is a job, but it's making TV, it's making stuff that people want to watch, it's making stuff that people want to sit in front and look at, it's making stuff that people then want to advertise alongside. Isn't this the same as any other commercial television? Uh, and it's straight to air, no going through commissioners and so on. So there's something to be said for it. So that was my changing perception. But it's this particular, particular um, episode that Connie was watching saying, Dad, Dad, can we go over the Grand Canyon in a helicopter? So to which I very pragmatically responding, yeah, absolutely, of course we can. Here's the deal. Tell you what, if you set up a YouTube channel and you get maybe a million subscribers, and you make lots of money, or at least enough money, to... Um, sorry, I'm distracted there because 7 is coming up quite a lot in this journey. I've seen a bin with 77 on it. And Rachel will get that, that uh, significance. It was the year of her birth, 1977. And then I keep seeing the number 7 come up in a very prominent way that catch my eye. And just then going past the lorry, which on the back of it had 7 written in word, the word 7. Sorry for the distraction. Forgive my zigzagging through ideas. Um, so I have to remind myself of what it was. YouTubing, million. So if you make million, you know, make a million subscribers, make lots of money. Absolutely, we can use that money to then pay for us to go on a holiday and fly over the Grand Canyon in a helicopter. So the answer was yes. To which Connie was really excited. So several days, if not weeks, went past saying. Um, thinking we'll do a YouTube channel and it not happening. Then there was a point at which I, I don't know what the inspiration was, but I maybe saw the sign CCTV and thought to myself, that'd be quite a good name for Connie's channel because we often call Connie CC. Car going past, very past behind me. Even I was going almost 80 then, and oh, sorry, no, going 70. I was going a, a touch over the speed limit and the guard, a big Land Rover, Range Rover coming behind me wanted to sort of push past. In fact, loads of cars going past to be going over, over 80. I'm going currently about 72, which I think I'm okay with that. I would hope so. 
Um, getting distracted again, getting distracted. YouTube, millions of subscribers. Yes, if you do that. Connie's excited. CCTV, I thought, could be a good name because we often call Connie CC. I think from the last year or so, we've started calling her CC on, on holiday. It's kind of stuck a little bit. I think short for Con Con. I thought, well, CCTV, that's quite a nice name, isn't it? So again, for weeks or months, thinking, oh, that'd be a good name. Seeing lots of signs, of course, literally, because you see everywhere the sign CCTV in operation. Uh, so Connie was sort of pretending to do the YouTube channel, saying, hello, guys, hi, guys, welcome to CCTV, or CCTV on operation, as she would say. Uh, it, lead, it leads to phrases such as... Um, Smile, you're on CCTV, or 24 hours CCTV, CCTV in operation, all those kinds of things. Um, to the point where there's, of course, the Hard Fi song called, in fact, I think their album is called Stars of CCTV. In fact, I've got it in, it's in the machine now. But of course, that last song we played, oh, I can't do it. That last song was playing as I started this episode, this podcast, this whatever, this segment. Hasn't got it on there. I think it's called Stars of CCTV. And there is a song called Stars of CCTV. Which I'm thinking, great, that'd be a good little theme tune, wouldn't it? We're the stars of CCTV. So we had all these ideas for a while, but not done anything about it. As of a few weeks ago, maybe, or a week or two ago, we did something about it. I eventually set up... This is again, the lady is telling me in two miles I've got to take the left lane. So let's make sure in two minutes I do indeed take the left. I think it was to Romford, it said. Um, so the channel is now there. It's called CCTV. There is another channel called CCTV, as I said, I think it's a Japanese one. So that's probably one you'll find if you go searching for it. I don't know how you search for these things. I probably need to send you or somehow give you a URL. Let me see if I can find a way to do that. Um, but uh, we've done that. So what we're looking now for is for a million subscribers. It's going to be a lengthy and slow process, but one we're willing to play around with. Colin's excited because we've already got six subscribers. Um, and I joke with her to say, oh, look, well, on this, if you look at the list, you see her amongst others. And it's got, well, this person's got 4.7 subscribers. This person's got 6.8 subscribers. Well, you've got six subscribers. Of course, what she doesn't realise is, oh, there must be this one here, it says, it said to Romford, but it doesn't say that, it says to Brentwood, and that's where I'm going. So I'm going to take the turning off here. She's no doubt going to remind me in a minute, in her Google voice. So CCTV is now in operation. Six subscribers. Yeah, half a mile. I'm losing the left lane. Yeah, it says, well, it's Romford up there, but I think it's Brentford, actually, what, Brentford. Um, so she doesn't realise that she's got six subscribers, the others have got 4.7 M, 4.7 million subscribers. But still, I think she loves the idea that she sees herself up on the... Because now you can put the, t- the, the YouTube on the telly, on the actual real telly in the living room, not just on your iPad, on your phone. So you can have it on there. So she's seeing herself on there as a YouTuber. She loves the idea she's a YouTuber. Like a Tiana. Like the others. Okay, she's not making millions out of it. She's just got six subscribers. But we're loving making little home videos. Um, If nothing else, it's home videos for each other. For our own 
Sorry, she keeps trying to talk over me. Uh, yeah, we're on the, on the right one. In 1,000 feet, merge onto the A12. So that's what I'm doing. Um, so she's loving the idea of being a YouTuber. Every time I talk, the Google Maps lady speaks to me. Yeah, I think I'm on the right way. Not far now. Bit of a bit of a detour. Um, but uh, yeah, so Lemmy's talking about CCTV. That's available on uh, YouTube. So you'll find it the way you might find these things. You, you may well be listening to this recording some years from now. If it's still available on the web somewhere. And you might go and search for CCTV. And by the time you're looking, there may well be more than six subscribers. There might be ten. Our aim by the end of the summer is to get to 100 subscribers. So please subscribe. Tell your friends. If you've got a YouTube channel... Or, you know, YouTube about it. If you've got a blog, blog about it. If you've got a podcast, podcast about it. Retweet it. Do whatever you ever want to do to share it with others. Or not, it's up to you. But we would love to get to 100 subscribers by the end of the summer. And by that, by the time you get to go back to school. So that would be the beginning of September. We can see if we get to 100 subscribers. Who knows that in a few years from now we might get to 1,000, 5,000... And maybe 10 years from now, or maybe even before then, we'll have a million subscribers. Maybe I'll be doing a podcast from the Grand Canyon, in which we're also doing a recording for the YouTube channel as we fly over the Grand Canyon in a helicopter, just as Connie wished to do. Let's see what happens, shall we? Hope you have a nice day, folks. Enjoy this lovely weather, if you're listening to it, when there is nice weather, whatever the weather is. See it as being lovely. Enjoy it. They say that it's not about waiting for the rain to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. There you go. You can have that one. Here where I am, I've got not got to dance in the rain today. I've got to put on sun cream and be safe. Anyway, she's telling me again now. I've got to do it in two miles. Let me focus on that as I speak over her. Have a fab weekend. Enjoy the rest of your, t- your today, whatever that might be. And I'll say bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.